Cap Chat, the show that connects you to the faces, voices, and stories of Cap Fam. It's episode nine, and we're going to recap for you. Yeah, uh, we talked about the convergent media, uh, what that looks like as an area of study. We had some really cool guests. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who did we have? We had Dr. Betsy Pike, who is a professor of film and media production, and Rocky Jorgensen, who is a third-year history major. So it's actually a really cool relationship of how all that blends together. We talk about a lot of different things like the building, Convergent Media Center, the Mm -hmm. class immersion, Mm -hmm. and then uh, the area of study which is emerging media, and I get them confused. Yes, but they all focus on this idea of interdisciplinary studies and working together with various departments or people with various skill sets within a department to kind of prepare you for the real world where that's the nature of life, of working together with people, and yeah. Awesome. Come with us. It's episode nine, Cap Chat. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mary Claire Kunkel. And I'm your other co-host, John Honecker. We're back. Season two, episode nine, Convergent Media. We're talking about it with two of our favorite guests. <laughs> Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm, a, uh, I'm Rocky Jorgensen. I'm a third year history major uh, here at CAP. I'm also a student athlete. I'm on the men's soccer team. Uh, yeah. And I actually... I came in as a business major in, uh, I guess that would have been 2017 and okay. soon found out that wasn't for me. So I went on the history track and Dr. Carlson was gracious enough to let me be a part of that. And I've loved it ever since. So, Oh, it's awesome. We're going to talk about that for sure. Um, I am Dr. Betsy Pike. I've been teaching at Capital since 2012. I happen to be a Capital alum. Uh, I graduated 2004 with a communication degree. Uh, with a film minor and a business minor. I'm always happy to come back to Capitol. Uh, very excited to be here. Um, and I've really enjoyed watching, in particular, my program grow um, and kind of morph into this, this building that we happen to be in, the Convergent Media Center. That's awesome. Uh, so we're going to talk about Convergent Media, uh, what that looks like in a major sense. Uh, but before we get started in that, let's talk about, you know, that output, what students are doing out in the real world. So we're going to make a little game of it. I want to see how well or, you know, if you guys can guess some common jobs that come out of media and production uh, degrees, which the uh, convergent media degree is much more than just a media degree. We're going to get into that with convergent and what all that looks like. But in terms of the world. There's technically not a converging media degree. See? Just, more just you, to be clear. Um, the more you know. There's an emerging media degree. Yes. <laughs> so wait, let's just, okay. Yeah. Let's get there. Convergent, emerging. Uh, convergent is the name of the building. Mm-hmm. Emerging media mm-hmm. degree. That is what? That is... Um, Putting together a variety of areas of majors from a variety of different schools and kind of throwing these people together and pushing towards um, where out in the real world all these things are changing. So the specializations are public relations, marketing, 
film and media production, graphic design, entertainment technology, and journalism. Whoa. Right? So the emerging media major is comprised of those six areas. So you choose a specialization, right? So perhaps your film and media production as an emerging media major. Hmm. Um, and so you take a, at least one class in all six of those areas. You do a deep dive in one of those areas, and you kind of get a smack roll of the other ones. So let's dive into that. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, are we? Are you seeing a lot of benefit from a student coming in and experiencing all those different areas and being able to say, "Oh, that's I want to specialize in that," or do students normally come in and they're like, "No, I definitely know graphic design. No, I definitely know film and media." I think what I've seen as an advisor is the students that come in and say, no, I know film and media production. They will be a film and media production major. Got it. They won't be an emerging media major. Right. It tends to be students that are on the fence. Maybe they like marketing, but they would rather combine marketing with film and media. Got it. And then they can kind of do those two things. Right. Um, and so it, it tends, it's a growing major. Um, there's a lot of students in it now and it all kind of converges if we, if you will, um, in an emerging media class at the 300 level. Wow. Um, So that's when they all kind of come together, right? All these different areas of students and, and take one big class together. So you can be a film and media major and not have anything to do with the emerging media major. Correct. But you can do the emerging media major and specialize in film and media. Yes. Okay. Like to give an example, I'm a film and media production major and I haven't taken classes in all of those different areas unless if I decided I wanted to, but I have multiple classmates where I'm not sure if they're emerging media where they focus on film and media production or if they're just film and media production. And so it's not this big, oh, you're this or you're that. Everyone kind of melds together and it just depends on what your course load is. And I think I at least I hope because I was one of the professors that helped design it, but it the major should feel and look more like the real world. Yes. Right. So I mean exactly what you guys are doing here, right? You're doing oh. a podcast with film and media production, you know, with marketing, with business, like it all You're preaching right yeah. now. <laughs> I graduated as a music tech. That mm-hmm. means audio production. I was uh really into live sound all the way to studio recording. Um, And the thing is real world, either your job changes, uh, you lose your job, like stuff happens. And uh, that's why I'm loving this. uh, What you guys have created is because you have to be able to learn and be able to say, I have experience in here. You don't want to start from ground where you're like, I, I don't know, like there's a, there's a video camera or something and hopefully someone's recording or, you know, like you have to be able to experience it and, and have some kind of understanding of all of it that would prepare you way more for real world situations. I feel like I've experienced that. Oh, and that's what we're hoping. In the media degree scene, what are some of the common uh, jobs that you guys think come out of a study like this? Maybe a screenwriter. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Yep. Editor. I have a friend that works in news. Yep. 
So let's talk about the Convergent Media Center. We're actually sitting in the Convergent Media Center, mm -hmm. the radio station. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's way more than just this radio station in the Convergent Media Center. A lot more. Um, <laughs> does, do, would you like to talk about a little bit that's in this building? This very yes, big I'd building? be happy to. <laughs> um, so we're sitting in the WXU radio station um, on just the first floor. And this is what I found incredible about this building. So we've got radio here on the first floor. Just across the way over here is the Chimes, which is the student newspaper. Yeah. So student media number two. And then just right over here past Rocky is our Cap TV television studio. So we've got student media number three. So all three of these student groups were literally in basements in three separate buildings. Huh. And so moving into the Convergent Media Center and designing this building, all three are on a first floor, um, literally triangulated from one another. Right. Um, and I know like WXCU has worked with the Chimes. Mm -hmm. Cap TV has worked with WXCU. Like it's just, it's been, in my opinion, like a wonderful melting pot. And I was really pushing that all these things stay on the first floor. Right. Um, and that they can all see one another and that the student groups um, converge, if you will. Get it? Converge <laughs> yes. in media. Okay. They get it. It's great. I've tried to, I'm really involved in the radio station and I've tried to create a fake feud with the chimes and it's kind of took where we're kind of pranking each other. <laughs> they put googly eyes everywhere. Because we threatened to egg them, so we printed out a bunch of, like, pictures of the word egg and just put it everywhere. And so it's kind of gotten to a lull, but I'm trying to revive it again. And they, they Nick caged you guys. Yeah, they? they put a bunch of pictures of Nick Cage in all of our windows so you couldn't see out or in. Man, they got you good. They did. <laughs> oh, wow. Harsh. Harsh here at Capital University. So, um... Let's talk uh, specifically about uh, majors and areas of study. You, Mary Claire, are studying film mm -hmm. and media. Film and media production is the official title. And Rocky, you are studying? History. History. Yes. What are you doing here? History is that way. No. Yeah. You have a very good reason for being here, and it's very exciting. So I want to hear from both of you, whichever sure. one wants to go first. Uh, Mary Claire, you lead us off. Yeah. All right. So for the past two years in the fall semester, uh, film and media production and the history department have partnered together in a class called Immersion, where we've created documentaries. And we've also partnered with the uh, university archives in the lower level of the library. Got it. Um, so we've learned about how to be archivists and also to research different periods of history and find a narrative in that and be able to tell that through the medium of a documentary. And so seeing all of these students from both history and film learn about each other's disciplines and also share in that and impact how they look at the other's discipline and their own discipline has been really interesting. Oh, yeah. Last year, um, we did a documentary on Capitol in the 60s. And this past semester, it's... In its final stages, we have been working on a documentary called Dear Miss Conrad, Capital University um, in World War II. And it premieres, after this airs, it has already premiered, but it hasn't premiered yet, 
on MLK Day of Learning across the street in the Drexel, which is super exciting. That is super exciting. Um, And then it'll eventually be available to watch, but we've been working really hard on it. I personally am very proud of it. It's all very exciting. (laughs) So I want to talk immersion. Immersion. Yeah, immersion different than emerging. Mm -hmm. But I think... I think we want to talk about your degree of study and how it, it, it relates first. So, Rocky. Sure. So, my interpretation of the Immersion Projects Capital in the 60s was my first look at that. And I was in the audience for that. I, I didn't, wasn't part of it at all. Um, but I'm grown quite close to the chair of the history department, Dr. Carlson. And he told me about it. And I said immediately, that's something that I want to be a part of. Okay. And he said, you know, there's a chance for you to do that next semester. This is three semesters ago now for uh dear miss conrad at the time we didn't know it was called that and i said i have to be a part of it and you know he recommended me for that and what it's really is is uh it's a group of people unique and creative people from history and from film and media that have just come together and worked together to create something amazing and what i think is dear miss conrad oh wow so uh but yeah the being a history major you know it sounds cut and dry but it's actually a lot more interesting, especially when you can put it in a setting like Dear Miss Conrad, because, you know, it just opens up your resources and your way of thinking across the board. Can I ask what Dear Mrs. Conrad is about? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I'll take it. I'm the history major. Okay. Uh, so uh, Miss Conrad was the librarian here uh, during World War II, Dorothea oh, wow. Conrad. And, uh, to not reveal, I mean, I guess it would have been already seen by the time this airs. So, uh, but some students, most students wrote, how many letters was it? We have 120. 120 letters addressed to Miss Conrad. And if you think of now, I mean, it's kind of odd that students in wartime would write back to their school librarian. So we were very interested in that. Yeah. And that's where we got this idea of the title from this Dear Miss Conrad. And from that, we were able to just dive way deeper into the story and find out so much more. And the letters served as a preservation of that history with these firsthand, like, primary source accounts of various people's experiences in the war. And through sifting through those letters, we kind of got our narrative. And then from that, we pulled questions that we still wanted answered or context that we wanted to give and picked out various people to interview to kind of give that who are experts on those areas. And yeah, the letters were just really cool to be able to hold them in your hands and read about these people who experienced firsthand things that I've been reading in textbooks since I was in elementary school, maybe not elementary school, but have known about since elementary school is really, really interesting. And it's, oh, this happened. The whole like idea of history is alive was really cool for me as a Mm -hmm. film major. Um, Yeah. And then using this medium that a lot of people are paying attention to that is really like burgeoning in this like time of film because people don't really read history papers, which stinks because you put a lot of effort into them and they're really interesting. (laughs) But if you put them in a film, people are more likely to watch it if they find it on Netflix or something like that. Right. Uh, Yeah. You know, for me, it became much more than a class while I was in it. You know, I signed up for it was a credit class and it be three credit class sorry and it became a lot more to that than me you know it was a path that I want to take for my career now and you know I owe a lot well, 
to the creation of it. And it was just really cool. Because you, uh, you said this earlier, you came in as a, I came in as a business major, business yeah. major. Yeah. Well, I, high school doesn't prepare you. I, I don't think at all for college nowadays. At least that's what I found. <gasps> right. Big news. <laughs> um, guys, so this podcast is just rocking the boat all <laughs> over the place. Um, so I came in and I, you know, I didn't know what I want. I was naive. Um, you know, I had a rough first semester, blame it on soccer or whatever you want to do, but I came in and I found what I really wanted to do. And it's just spraying into so many opportunities for me. That's great. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't just a class that's huge. So let's talk about, uh, immersion, the class. So I started teaching immersion at Ball State University. Oh, when wow. I taught there. Um, and so at, at the time that president was really pushing the word immersion. And so I taught in the telecommunications department and what better way to show off immersion, but by doing really cool video projects. So my colleague over there, we did some really cool stuff. And so I left Ball State and got my PhD at OU and then I came to Capitol. So for about four years, cause I started in 2012, I always had in the back of my brain, we've got to do immersion. I had to, at the, at the time, no one cares about history, but I'm going into a history lesson. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I care. I had, I really rebuilt the program. Um, so I gutted it. Uh, I mean all this lovingly, um, but I really did some, some changes to the communication major in electronic media and film. So now we're film and media production. We are a solid major. We stand strong. And so we were ready in 2016 to start doing immersion. So the first, well, actually I did a couple immersions before we did the true immersion. Um, so we did projects with the Columbus Police Department. So okay. we redid films that they were using to train detectives. Oh, wow. Um, then the next project that we did is we worked with Ohio Homeland Security and there are eight signs of terrorism. And so we made videos for each of the eight signs of terrorism. So that was, I think, in 2015. Then in 2016, Russell Pepper and I did the Main Street Corridor project. Um, so that was really the first true immersion. It was finally a class. Um, it could stand on its own. Students could take it. Um, and then when it, when it became Capitol in the 60s, that was the one after um, the Main Street Corridor uh, it, it was a part of the majors, their capstone project, right? You had to be, right. you have to apply to be in the class. Um, there are other things you can do for a capstone. It does not have to be immersion, but like it really builds to this thing called immersion. Um, and so I've always kind of had that, that dream and that goal when creating this major and, and really, um, so the students, if they've been around me, have done it. Um, so the group that came in in 2012, when I started 2012, they were doing it and they didn't even realize what they right. were doing. But, but so now it's scaffolded in, um, it's clear, it's solidified enough that we could branch out from just film and media production majors, right? We, we could be confident and we could let in history majors, <gasps> right? Who I think were very nervous. Right. Um, we were. Yeah. <laughs> Why would a history major take a 400 level film and media production class? Right. Why, why would you? Uh, 
Because <laughs> Dr. Carlson told you to. Dr. Carlson said it would be cool. So I did An it. interesting research opportunity. Yes, you know. Uh, he framed it as, you know, a great, exactly what you said, a research opportunity, a time for me to get down in the archives because he knew I was interested in that. And so that's why I did it. Little did I know I would be opened up to so many more aspects of the whole thing, which I'm grateful for now. But yeah. Scared me at first. So immersion, I want to give a, a little overview of what it is. And then I want uh, Dr. Betsy, Betsy Pike to correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Immersion is this class or an opportunity for students of a variety of different areas of study and majors to come together in a client-facing project. There's an actual company or organization or something that needs something done or would benefit from this project. And then they all work together, make this thing, and then it's awesome. Some of our immersion projects are client-based. Okay. Some of them are not. Okay. Um, So... The film and media production immersions, so FMP 494, that sort of happens to be the project that I would, that I'm currently interested in. So the past two times we've done documentaries. The public relations, so PR 494 immersion. Okay. That is specifically a client immersion. Oh. So they are working directly with mentorship from Falgren Mortine. Yeah. For... The Ronald McDonald House oh, client, wow. right? So that is, um, it's my uh, the film and media production immersions in the fall. The PR one is in the spring. The spring, um, Dr. Lois Foreman Ornette is teaching it. She's got three groups. So there's a social media team, a film and video team, and I don't know enough about it, but there's another team. Um, so she has three different teams of five students. And they will work directly with the Ronald McDonald House to produce all their social media, I think, for two to three months. Wow. Um, so, so that's what the that's immersion huge. projects, if we're going to try and define what immersion is at Capitol. I'm trying. It's, it's a big project where we're not going to lecture at you. You've got to jump in. You've got to be proactive, and and you just have to try it. Um, and it's going to be hard, and you're going to be mad at your work colleagues, sometimes your peers, and other times you're going to be like, wow, we really created something incredible. Um, and so it's it's more about getting in there and getting dirty and messy and having something to show for it at the end rather than taking a test or, you know, regurgitating something back at you. Which I think is one of the best ways to learn. Uh, if you're going to get mad at a, you know, <laughs> classmate, you're also going to get mad at a work colleague for sure. Uh, so you got to learn how to make the best of it right. and and, and uh, make something really, really cool. That's really awesome. Dr. Betsy Pike. You've talked a lot about what's on the first floor. Can you talk more about some of the many uh, tools and technologies in the Convergent Media Center? Yes. Uh, so in the, the lower level, um, you've got the Film and Media Production Lab, which is uh, 16 um, Mac Tower computers. We have 4K monitors. All our computers can cut 4K footage. 
Uh, and then as you go into that lab, there's two additional doors. So one is just a few whisper rooms for quick audio voiceover recording. And the other is our DaVinci Resolve um, color grading studio. Okay. So we do have the full DaVinci Resolve color grading board. Oh, wow. Um, it's the only one in central Ohio. Um, if wow. you come to Capitol and you want to get trained on it, it's a two-credit hour course. And then once you're trained on the system, then you can use the system for any of your post-production needs um, wow. as you move on. That's really cool. And then uh, last but not least is, is one of our creative immersion projects, which is our stop-motion animation course. Yes, I am in that course this semester. I actually just came from that class to come to record this because oh. I'm a student. And uh, I didn't take it last semester, which or not last semester, last year, which was when it was offered for the first time. But I had a lot of friends who did. And so I kind of gathered various bits of information and kind of figured out what it was all about through that. And one thing that I think is very cool in that is... Now that I'm a junior and I've taken a lot of different courses, learning various skills, it's this opportunity to take, to go from absolutely nothing and then creating this product Right. where you, it's similar to um, the immersion project where you have nothing and you kind of learn through doing and you have to create sets, you have to create the characters, you have to create their costumes, you have to come up with the script, you have to very meticulously from frame by frame make this story and it's from all of my friends from last year, very, very challenging, but it's also really exciting and really rewarding. And it's almost interdisciplinary within the actual major. And I think that's very inherent to the film and production, media production major, um, is you learn all these skills and you find out that you may have something that you're really good at, um, that someone else struggles with, and then they have a skill that they're really good at that you struggle with and you figure out who you work well with and you learn how to create teams and work together and communicate well um, and research just how to do things when problems come up. And I think it prepares you very well for really any job, whether you become an editor or you want to create your own podcast, just knowing, oh, I can't do this. Well, there's someone that is who needs a gig and kind of learning to reach out in that area. That's huge. Or stop motion artist, mm -hmm. which your life will be very slow. But very cool. Um, so uh, we've talked a lot about a lot of different um, majors here, whether it's the building and the technology involved in it, the really cool immersion projects, or the emerging media major. Can you, as students, talk to 18, 17-year-old selves, uh, yourselves or friends that you could think of, and just say, you know, hey, when considering this, you, you guys really need to think about this. You said that you were a little naive or overconfident, a combination of both when you came in. So That's a perfect word for it, yeah. <laughs> uh, can, you, can you talk to 18-year-old Rocky? Yeah, well, uh, I'll say it again. Uh, high school, at least my high school, did not prepare me for what I've encountered here in college. And I don't want to say, you know, the curriculum. The curriculum was great. But just, you know, I came in thinking I had to do it on my own. I was afraid to ask for help. And one of the greatest things that I found here at Capitol, and it's a small school, so you get these faculty resources and all the resources here are fantastic. Hmm. You know, at any one time, you know your professor's name, they know you, you can build a relationship with them. And I don't think you get that at some of the larger schools. Right. And I think that by itself is one of the greatest things about Capitol. Um, 
you know, I can go spend some time in Dr. Carlson's office and it just makes me smarter just sitting in there. (laughs) And, you know, and just things like that is, I don't think incoming students from high school, you know, 18 year olds don't know about the resources enough or use them, you know, the library, student success, academic success, and your professors. And I always tell, I'll have a friend come up to me and they say, I'm struggling in this class. And I'm like, well, first of all, I can't help you, but uh, (laughs) um, have you tried to go to your professor? Because I have not met one professor that wants you to fail. Every professor, and I'm sure Dr. Pike can agree, wants you to succeed. So if you show that you're trying, if you show that you're willing, they will help you. Right. And I don't think lots of people realize that. Yeah. Uh, Just making sure that students realize that all these resources are at their disposal. You don't have to do it on your own. Exactly. Like, yeah. My answer is somewhat similar of something that I have to keep reminding myself, not just 18 year old Mary Claire, is that fear of failure and not wanting to ask for help, but just getting discouraged if you can't do something the first time that you try to do it or, oh, this is my skill set. I'm not going to try to expand it or step on anyone's toes. I remember we were filming for Dear, not Dear Miss Conrad, Capital in the 60s last year. And I was in Alabama with Dr. Pike and our cinematographer wasn't able to show up. And Classic cinematographer. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. He missed the flight. He missed the flight. I didn't want to throw him under the bus. Mm -hmm. And so I had to film and get various B-roll and I was terrified of this camera in front of me that I was going to screw up. And then I remembered my professors with me and your professors are there to help you. And your professors love it when you ask questions. And want help because that's what they're literally employed to do right. and often have a passion to do. Right. So just kind of swallowing that fear and that anxiety and that pride and going and asking for help and taking a leap. Dr. Betsy Pike, would you like to leave any words of wisdom to potential incoming students or people considering everything we've talked about? So I'm a, I'm a Capital alum and I didn't have immersion classes when I was a student here. But what I did find is I worked closely with my professors. Um, and I really wanted to make films, but I didn't, at the time, I didn't had no interest in being a radio, television, film major, because that was two of three I didn't want to do. Um, and I made films. So being a communication major, my professor at the time... Dr. Croft really allowed me a freedom, um, and I made documentaries about Elvis Presley um, as my capstone. And so, like, I think the whole point is, like, if you want to try it, Capital lets you, right? So if if you're coming to Capital, and I'd say get your feet wet, you know, your freshman year, first year, um, get in there, get excited, see what you like, figure out what you want, and then, like, just be proactive and adaptable and just try stuff. Um, right. And and I think you'll be really surprised. It's a really open environment for that here. Right. Yeah. That's Couldn't awesome. Couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for being a guest on CapChat and being willing to talk about your personal lives and all this. It's been super fun. I've at least had a good time, and I hope you guys as well. Yeah.